Section twenty eight of Messengers of Evil by Marcel Elaine and Pierre Suvestra. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Don W. Jenkins. Chapter twenty eight Courage. Have some more chicken? No, thanks. I am not hungry. But you should eat all the same. Are you eating anything yourself? Faith, I am not. Well, then. In the private room of the fat pheasant restaurant, where Juva and Fondor were dining, silence again fell. The two men sat motionless, gazing into space. They neither wished to eat food nor do anything at all. They were depressed to the last degree. They felt baffled. They were sick of every mortal thing. All of a sudden, Fondor burst into tears. Juva, looking at his dear lad in such grief, bit his lip his face with wrinkled brow wore a dejected worried look an hour or two previous to that fondor on returning to his flat had found a black-edged envelope the address in elizabeth delon's handwriting fondor had opened it with fast beating heart and trembling hand for these past days an evil fate seemed relentlessly pursuing them now he feared to read of some fresh catastrophe he was reassured by the opening lines, but as he read on and took in the meaning of Elizabeth's words, Fondor felt as though his heart were bursting with grief. Elizabeth Delon had written, I seem to be going mad. Yes, I love you. Yesterday I should have been glad to become your wife, but there came by the same post as your letter another, which contained terrible revelations. Proofs of their truth were given me. I have not the right to curse you, or rather i have not the strength to do it but never will i marry you jerome fondor you charles rambert footnote eleven see fantomas and the exploits of juva it seemed to fondor that everything was turning round about him he took a few steps staggering the weight of this terrible past a past in which he was the innocent victim but of which he could not clear himself overwhelmed him Fondor cried in a voice of despair, Fantomas! Fantomas has taken his revenge! And before the astounded portress, the unhappy young man turned about and fell in a heap on the ground. On the other hand, shortly after the extraordinary flight of the banker, Nantoul, to the world in general, but Fantomas to him and Fondor, Juba had received from Monsieur Anion, the supreme head of the police detective department, who only manifested himself on sensational occasions a note sent by pneumatic post regret keenly that you revealed your personality in such ridiculous circumstances and that you failed to arrest a great criminal as juva read these observations he clenched his fists he grew livid with rage dinner was a mere farce for the two friends they did not dine they had no appetite juva and fondor went over and over in their minds the deplorable events of which all said and done they were the victims they gazed at each other full of self-pity they felt they were two derelicts afloat on the immense sea of indifferent humanity the worst suffering said fondor with tears of misery in his voice is the pain of love the most painful of wounds said jew bitterly is a wound to self-respect these two men every inch of them might have their moments of discouragement but they were a sporting pair of the finest quality fondor juva 
you are courageous i have courage juva very well my lad let us sponge out the past and start off afresh in pursuit of fantomas i tell you the struggle has only begun listen end of chapter twenty eight end of messengers of evil by marcella lane and pierre Silvestre. Recorded by Don W. Jenkins, Rancho San Diego, California, shaggybark.blogspot.com.